Hi there, it's Jillian, and I want to tell you about Jillian on Love Plus, your way to get even more Jillian on Love each week by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or Patreon. You can access exclusive bonus episodes with extras, including answers to your most burning questions, advice on all things dating and relationships, and much more. Check out the link in the episode description for more information. Hi there, this is Jillian on Love, and I am on a mission to teach people how to transform their romantic relationships by first transforming the relationship they have with themselves. So whether you are in a relationship, you're single, or you're heartbroken, I've got you covered. I'm Jillian Tarecki, certified relationship coach and teacher with over 20 years experience helping people transform their relationship with themselves through their bodies, breaths, and minds. I have now coached and taught thousands of people to become better versions of themselves and change the way they show up for and within their love lives. In today's episode, talk about the gift of giving to yourself, the gift of self-love. We are in holiday season And this is a time when people are thinking about giving to others, which is a beautiful thing. But sometimes we have to give to ourselves. And that's important. In the spirit of the holidays and in the spirit of self-love, it's something I talk about a lot. I mean, the reality is that this podcast is about relationships and all roads lead to the relationship we have with ourselves. Sometimes we can really struggle with giving to ourselves that which we need because sometimes we have a hard time identifying what we actually need. I think there's a lot of people who fail to give to themselves in a way that they need to be given to in order for their mental health to stabilize, in order for their physical health to stabilize and in order for them to just feel like they have a fuller cup from which to give. And that is because they don't know. They don't know the signs that they have to give to themselves and they don't know how to, right? I mean, we're told, okay, you know, take a nice bath, go on a vacation, say something nice to yourself. These are all important things. But self-care is one thing. And sometimes, you know, like self-care discussed within the realm of do something, you know, nice for yourself that day or pamper yourself. But self-love goes beyond that. So what are some of the signs that you need to give yourself and to give yourself some love? Number one, you are burnt out and you feel exhausted and unmotivated, and maybe your immune system is down. Usually with burnout and exhaustion, there's a high degree of stress intolerance. So you're feeling particularly like you are lacking resilience, both in mind, body, and soul. Number two, second sign that you are in need of self-love is You're going through a breakup or you're going through a divorce, you know, and that could be something that just happened. That could be something that happened a year ago, but you're still going through the process of divorce and dealing with co-parenting. 
This could be something that you're preparing to do. Breakups are tough and not all of them are created equal, but every single one of them are hard. And some of them are really, really catastrophically hard. If you are going through one and have been going through one, then you are definitely in need of some self-love. Three, you have been talking to yourself horrendously. You've been saying really mean things to yourself. And you've also been caught in a lot of narratives of, well, I could never do that, or I don't deserve that, or that could never happen for me, or that happens for everyone but me, right? So sometimes the horrendous self-talk is very clearly being mean to ourselves and putting ourselves down very directly and being very demeaning of ourselves. And sometimes it's sneakier than that. It's constantly trying to convince ourselves of our limitations. Number four, the fourth sign that you are in need of some self-love is that you feel stuck. Maybe you feel a little bored, kind of feel like you have nothing to look forward to. You feel sort of indifferent. It's actually very a painful feeling to feel stuck in life. And then number five, you are in a really unhealthy, troubled relationship. That's a sign that you need to give yourself some love for sure. Things are just not going well. Maybe and this could be in dating or a full-blown relationship. Maybe you've had like a series of experiences where you've been not treated well or ghosted, or maybe you're having a really hard time in your current relationship. That is a sign that you are in need of self-love. So let's go into each of these and how to give that to yourself. So let's talk about burnout. This is a really important one because we live particularly in a culture that is so achievement oriented. So we're all walking around trying to do the best that we can in many ways and be enough. We're just trying to be enough. So if you are a high achiever and you're finding yourself super stressed out and burnt out, high achiever, even just a perfectionist, and you're feeling burnt out, like totally exhausted and stressed out, one thing that you need to consider is a belief system that you have that says that you have to achieve, you must achieve at a high level or else you are not good enough. And maybe that pressure is coming indirectly or directly from a parent that is certainly coming to you from society. But burnout often comes from an unconscious belief that if you don't achieve at a certain level, you are literally a failure. And that creates a tremendous amount of stress. This episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. So whether your New Year intention or resolution or promise to yourself is to save money or to eat better or to stress less, HelloFresh is here to help you do all three. HelloFresh is amazing. Each box is packed with farm-fresh ingredients and everything arrives pre-portioned right to your doorstep for less hassle 
and also less wasted food. So make saving time like your easiest resolution, honestly. It's especially when you're just really busy and the food is really good. Like I said, it's really fresh. It's so incredibly easy. Everything is proportioned for you. This time of year, people are usually looking to revamp their eating habits. And the thing about HelloFresh is it has wholesome and it has very health forward options like protein smart, calorie smart recipes each week. It's, you know, depending on what your health goals are. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Jillian free and use code Jillian free for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's a free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash Jillian free with code Jillian free. Let me backtrack a little bit. When are, let's say it's your work and really working hard, that's really burning you out. You see, when we overfocus on being significant, on getting the validation from others that we are achieving at a high level, let's even separate this from career. You could be having burnout from literally dating, too much on the dating apps. You see, whenever we experience burnout, usually what's happening is that we are so focused on validation and getting validated. We are so focused on feeling significant. We are so focused on being good enough that the very thing that we're doing, whether it's our work, whether it's connecting with others or trying to find a connection with others, it literally depletes the joy, the joy of what we're doing and the reason why we were doing it to begin with. You see, when our actions lack meaning, when the only reason why we're putting all our attention and energy into something is so that we can be enough, we can achieve at a high level, we can be validated, we will get really burnt out. If, however, we find a way to do the thing that we need to do, whether it's work or career, whether it's family stuff, whether it's parenting, whether it's relationships, if we can emotionally connect to that in a way that it gives us meaning, meaning like we want to do it. You know, we find purpose in our work. We find purpose in our parenting. We find purpose. There's a purpose behind going out and dating. If we can find a sense of playfulness in it, if we can find a little certainty in it, because sometimes the burnout comes from just feeling so uncertain and all we do is focus on the uncertainty of it. The burnout comes from focusing on the uncertainty and the feeling invalidated and the fear of not achieving at the level that we want to achieve. And again, whatever that is, it could be work, parenting, relationship, anything, our bodies. This is what causes stress. We're over-focusing on what's missing and we're under-focusing on the reason why we're doing it to begin with. And so part of recovering from burnout is 
giving whatever action and thing that we are doing a meaning that inspires us. We have to reframe our entire way of thinking because there's burnout and then there's chronic burnout. And if you are chronically burnt out, if you're chronically stressed out, if you're chronically exhausted, then I would guarantee that there is a belief system that is part of your whole MO that is running the show. And that belief system is centered around the need for validation, achievement, being good enough, pleasing our partner, pleasing our parents, pleasing society. And so whereas with burnt out, yes, I mean, let's not deny the fact that if you're burnt out, you need rest. You really need a timeout. But it's not that you need only a timeout from the actual action, which you may, you know, like, It's very important to have white space during the day. It's very, very, very important. This is one of the things that perfectionists and high achievers struggle with the most. It is absolutely crucial to have parts of your day where you're not doing anything, where you just take a walk. It's crucial to have days off during the week. It's crucial to learn how to be lazy and to not completely stress out over the fact that you're lazy and that you have to be going and going, and then your nervous system is just like in this overdrive constantly. And that's really what it is, a nervous system that's on overdrive constantly. And so, yes, rest is an incredible antidote. But if this is something that is so familiar to you and you're living your life or have been living your life, stepping in and out of burnout and you cannot break out of the cycle There is a belief system underneath it and you need to find and you need to reframe the reason why you're doing everything that you're doing and give it a deeper meaning. You have to connect to giving back in some way. You have to connect to the mission behind what you're doing, the purpose behind what you're doing. Always know that with chronic burnout, there is a disease of the ego that is at play. Okay, number two. Number two is about self-forgiveness. The first thing that I will say about forgiving oneself is accepting where you are in life. Even if where you are is absolutely not where you want to be. It's being able to say to yourself, I'm not where I want to be. I know that I could do better but I have to accept that this is actually where I am right now because if I don't, then I'm never actually going to get to where I want to be because I'm just going to be too focused on being incredibly hard on myself. So a big part of self-love is acceptance of where you are, even know you want more for your life and being able to hold these two opposing realities of this is where I am and yes, I want more is really the key. And that's a big part of forgiveness. You have to forgive yourself for not being where you want to be. You have to forgive yourself for not achieving what you wanted to achieve. You have to forgive yourself for not being further along in your life. And with that forgiveness comes the acceptance And, you know, it doesn't mean that you don't strive for what it is that you need to do. 
but you first just have to be able to say, this is where I'm at. And then even further, what forgiveness looks like in when you're getting over a breakup is most of the time we go through a breakup, we ping pong. Most of the time when we go through a breakup or we've been going through a breakup, we ping pong between blaming ourselves and blaming the other. And it's absolutely exhausting. And the truth is, somewhere the truth lies in the middle. It's they're to blame for some of it and we're to blame for some of it. And it's not in a 50-50 split and it's definitely confusing. But have to forgive ourselves. We have to acknowledge where we could have done better. And then we also have to forgive ourselves for the mistakes that we made. We all, when it comes to a romantic relationship specifically, we really do the best that we can with the level of consciousness and maturity that we have. And sometimes we look back and we're like, wow, that was a low character moment for me. Like I really should have known better. And what I can say to that is just, I don't know, welcome to the club. Welcome to the club. I mean, so many of us have felt that before. Ugh, I knew better. I knew better than to do that. But what can I say? You were scared. You were triggered. You were going through a hard time. You were afraid you were going to be abandoned. You were afraid that you were going to lose yourself. You were angry, you know, but you still did what you did. And I think that the onus for sure is on us to self-reflect deeply after a relationship has ended and to see where we need to grow and to see where we could have done better and to improve. But at the same time, we also have to forgive ourselves. I mean, this is the most difficult thing about loving ourselves and raising our self-esteem is how do we carry this reality of we can always learn and grow and be better and sometimes we will make really big mistakes with, okay, well, this still is what I did and I am only human and I deserve mercy. I deserve forgiveness just like anyone I care about deserves forgiveness. So it's this really complex thing where we have to, like I said, carry these two opposing realities of I have to see my humanity and give myself a break. And I have to also acknowledge where I could do better. You know, forgive yourself for the mistakes that you've made in your past relationship. Forgive yourself while at the same time, you can acknowledge that you have perhaps some work to do on yourself. It's learning how to live with this paradox, this deep, ambivalent paradox of I deserve to give myself love while at the same time I may have to kick myself in the ass to make some changes and sometimes the biggest act of self-love is to kick ourselves in the ass and light the fire under ass and do something. This episode is brought to you by Copilot. Copilot is a personalized fitness solution Every individual is unique, so every one of our fitness journeys needs to be unique too. 
Copilot's app links you with an affordable real-life fitness coach who customizes workouts tailored to your individual needs and goals. So there's no fitness fads here. You can work out anywhere, anytime, literally, and make fitness a reliable and easy part of your lifestyle. So you will get completely personalized workouts with step-by-step guidance And your coach continuously updates and adapts every workout to your goals, schedules, and injuries. And I have worked with a coach there, and I am extremely picky. I don't work with just anyone. And I was very, very impressed with them. And I was really impressed with her knowledge. And this is the real deal. I'd love for you to follow my lead to get fit and feel fabulous. Give Copilot a try to find out why it was listed by Forbes as the top-rated personal trainer app of 2023. Head to go.mypopilot.com slash Jillian to get a 14-day free trial and 20% off your first month of personalized fitness with your own personal trainer if you sign up before February 1st, 2024. That's go.mypopilot.com slash Jillian to get a free 14-day free trial and 20% off your first month. Sign up for the new year and let Copilot help you reach your fitness goals. And that leads me to number three. Like if you're stuck, if you're bored, if you're feeling like, you know, you don't have much to look forward to, or you're feeling like, you know, you need to make some changes. This is the time to challenge yourself. There is a really big part of raising our self-esteem that isn't discussed enough. And that is we do have to challenge ourselves in life in order to raise our self-esteem and in order to give ourselves that kind of love. You can call it tough love, but I just see it as a challenge. Like every single one of us, if we were really honest with ourselves, has a mountain that we need to climb, whether that mountain is having that really hard conversation with someone that we've been avoiding, whether that mountain is starting that new project, whether that mountain is getting that job, whether that mountain is taking that trip, taking that risk, whatever it is. And I think that every single one of us has that. Some of us, that mountain is learning how to communicate better in our relationship and to show up better. For some of us, climbing that mountain is finally leaving the relationship that has not been working for ages. And so when it comes to self-love, we have to challenge ourselves to face that which we need to face in order to evolve. I would just say, figure out what that thing is. What have you been avoiding? What conversation have you been avoiding? What have you been avoiding changing? What is that thing that you know you have to do, but you've been suppressing that and repressing that for a long time? What's that change? Because if you're feeling stuck or you're feeling bored or you're feeling like kind of blah, got to challenge yourself because we're never going to feel good about ourselves just accepting the status quo. And again, this is all part of the paradox. Can you accept where you are? Can you accept yourself in spite of perhaps being in a place in your life that you don't want to be in? While at the same time, being really honest with yourself about 
needing to challenge yourself and needing to make some changes. Climb that damn mountain, write that damn book, have that damn conversation, whatever it is. Number four, watch your mind. So I said earlier that one of the signs that you need to give yourself some love, to gift yourself, I should say, some love, is that you are speaking horrendously to yourself. So watch your mind. What are some of the things that you are telling yourself about why you can't do certain things? What are some of the things that you're saying to yourself that is disempowering you? What is some of the things that you say to yourself that maybe is on repeat that just makes you feel more and more like a victim in life or self-pity? Gotta watch your mind because our minds are very much reflective of our emotional states and our emotional states impact the quality of our mind and our minds can get really messy. You don't have to have mental illness to sometimes have a messy mind. You don't have to struggle with depression or anxiety to sometimes have a messy mind. All of us, our minds can get really messy and we can go through periods of our lives where our minds feel really, really messy. And so in this holiday season, give yourself the gift of really observing your mind and the way that it might be trying to convince you of your limitations trying to convince you how, you know, you're not deserving, trying to convince you that you're not good enough, trying to convince you that everyone's out to get you, trying to convince you that that just happens for everyone else but isn't going to happen for you. The mind is a tricky thing. And so one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself is to watch your mind and to interrupt it. because. There's a very interesting thing that happens once you really, truly understand that most of the thoughts you're having are not original thoughts. Our truly original thoughts are the ones that, that really are part of our creativity and uniqueness. But most of the time, we're all walking around with these thoughts that are just so unoriginal and deeply neurotic and deeply and immensely sabotaging. And so when we can, and this is part of the reason why I'm teaching this here, when you can just remember, that's what the kind of mind does. Our minds can be incredible, but most of the time it's filled with a lot of useless thoughts that are harming us. And so the gift of self-love would be to just stop running those narratives, but you have to first become aware of the fact that those narratives are happening. And it's just a matter of literally saying to yourself, like, oh my God, really? I'm not going to do that. I would say that probably one of the best ways to watch your mind is to free your mind. So you first watch your mind, then your second step is to free it. And so how do you free it? So the three things to me that free my mind and that they're just non-negotiably helpful. Number one is to exercise. 
and to exercise doing something that you really like. Number two is to meditate. I've talked about this before. I mean, you can absolutely just start off on a guided meditation in YouTube, like anything that's going to help you sort of quiet the mind. Do you expect in the beginning when you're trying to meditate for your mind to get really active and busy at first? It doesn't mean that you're not supposed to meditate. It doesn't mean that something's wrong with you. It doesn't mean that your mind is messier than all the rest and meditation doesn't work for you. It's just sort of what happens. So just expect that. And then number three, and I, I think I've said this before, I have like yet to find something as powerful as The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And in it, she says, you know, right within 30 minutes of waking. And I, for me, it's like within 10 minutes. It's just, I cannot look at your phone. You can have a glass of water, get your coffee, but like, don't start your day at all. Because when you wake up, your subconscious is the strongest and just dump your brain on the page. These are not coherent sentences. You are not going to reread them. You're not going to read them to anyone else. You do not have to worry about your spelling. You just have to write continuously for at least three pages and not tiny little pages, normal pages, and just get it out. It really is incredible because, you know, part of the reason why our minds get so messy is because they are too full. And so just like we have to fill our cup, the way to fill our cup is to empty your mind. So that's very important. Okay, and then number five. So... Number five is to evaluate your closest relationships. And they could be family relationships, friendships, or romantic relationships. And just kind of a little inventory. What do you think you need there? Do you need to have healthier boundaries with certain people? Are there certain people that you need to maybe let in a little bit more? Do you need to have some important conversations? Are there certain relationships that you have that you need to end because you're being mistreated? Because to end an unhealthy relationship, and look, I don't think you should just walk away from a relationship without actually doing some work. But if you're in something that like you're questioning if this might be an abusive situation, or you're questioning if Let's say it's more in the dating stage, not early dating, but a few months. And you're questioning, you know what? I don't think this person is really that into me. They're really not investing in me. Then, you know, it's time to have the conversation. It's time to end it. Especially if you feel like something in your gut is telling you this is not right. It is time to end it. To end those kind of relationships is one of the healthiest things that you can do. But I know that there is a big spectrum here. This is not the same thing as just being unhappy and feeling like you're part of an unhealthy cycle. And that might mean like the gift of self-love might mean, you know what, I'm going to finally get some therapy or I'm going to finally have this conversation. I'm going to finally ask that we join couples therapy. So I just feel like I have to say that because I don't want people just running out there and ending their relationships because there's a lot of nuance. But if you're in something and you are experiencing the soul deep pain of someone being mean to you, someone harming you, 
or you are experiencing the sort of rejection of just being in a situationship and dating someone who's clearly not invested in you, and you've been working really hard to get chosen, and you've been jumping through hoops to get this person to love you, put the hoop down, put it all down. It's time to walk away. And that really is the biggest gift you can give yourself. If it's an unsafe situation, you don't need to have the hard conversation. What you need is to hire help and go to your friends and family and get your community, no matter how small it is, around you so that you can find the strength to leave. That aside, if you're just in something and someone is just not investing in you, it's time to have the hard conversation. It's time to just finally accept that you deserve reciprocated love. Relationships are work. Don't make it harder on yourself staying in a relationship with someone who has one foot in, who doesn't love you, who can't love you, who's dealing with too much of their own stuff to be able to just do the bare minimum of showing up for you. The greatest gift of self-love is to stop trying so hard to win someone's love. And that's probably the hardest one. And you might go down a path of hiring some help or looking into your self-esteem. But sometimes the first step, the bravest step is just to say, you know what, like I can't do this anymore. I have to look at this pattern that I have. So that's it. This is it for the gift of self-love on this holiday season. So if you're burnt out and stressed and exhausted, clearly that is taking away from your quality of life. And if you're in a relationship, it is definitely impacting the quality of your relationship. So it's time to address it. And that might mean rest. That might mean really looking at your belief system around this and really, really addressing that. But either way, you need to find new meaning in the work, whatever that work is, whether it's career focused or not, find new meaning in that and give it a new meaning so that it's more about connection and contribution and growth and less about validation and feeling good enough. If you are going through a breakup, please forgive yourself. Even if you're not going through a breakup, forgive yourself, accept where you are. That doesn't mean that you are giving yourself a hall pass for, you know, dealing with some of the mistakes that you've made. It just means that you accept yourself anyway. Number three, challenge yourself. What is the thing that you know that you need to challenge yourself with to grow to take yourself to the next level, to get out of the metaphorical ditch that you feel stuck in, to shake things up. What adventure do you need to have? Four, watch your mind and then to free your mind. Watch what's going on there. Free your mind with exercise, meditation, and journaling. Give yourself that gift. Do it for 30 days. See how you feel, but you've got to give it a rest if you know that your mind is just taking over, the greatest gift you can do is to implement those three things so that you can free yourself. And then number five, obviously with a lot of caveat and a lot of nuance that I outlined, walk away from the relationship that is clearly unhealthy and where you are 
way, way, way less than you deserve. And you know, that's a pattern of yours. So that's it for this week's episode of Jillian on Love. And I would love to hear from you. I know that all of you are going to relate to at least one of these things here, and if not more. And I just hope that you can do it. You deserve it. We all do. Our lives significantly improve when we are able to give ourselves that which we need. And hopefully, hopefully, this episode gives you a little bit more clarity on what you need exactly. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. So please do not hesitate to reach out to hello at jillianonlove.com. Let me know how this episode resonated with you. Let me know if you have any requests for future episodes. I'm always looking to make this podcast the best it possibly can be to serve all of you. And I really thank you for following the podcast. If you feel inspired, please leave a a raving review, a five-star review. It's what keeps us going. And most importantly, if there's anyone who you think could benefit from this, please share because you never know whose life you could be significantly changing and impacting for the better. Thanks again. And until next time. Jillian on Love is a Q Code production. Executive produced by David Henning and Steve Wilson. Produced by Shin Yin Hu. Editing and music by Will Tendy. Are you ready for the ultimate Love Island experience? Join us on After the Island. We're going back to where it all began, Fiji. Love Island USA Season 5 is making a splash on Peacock right now. And guess what? Your favorite recap show is back, too. Welcome to After the Island. Join us as real-life besties and co-hosts, Elizabeth and Alex, as we deep dive into each sizzling episode of Love Island USA. We'll spill the tea, interview contestants, answer fan questions, and give you unprecedented behind-the-scenes access to the wildly popular world of Love Island. Don't miss a single moment of the drama, romance, and unforgettable island vibes. Listen to After the Island on any streaming platform. Hi, just checking in and seeing if you might want to step away from the noise of the world for just a moment and connect back to you. If so, join me on my podcast, Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion, where we'll explore mindfulness, self-love, and personal growth as I share practical insights and tools to hopefully help inspire you to start to take charge of your mental and emotional well-being. Search for Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening now.